This one is called the pants. Take eight. Welcome to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. We all know the funniest things happen when we stop taking ourselves too seriously and step out boldly, like Mr. Magoo blindly stepping onto the next swinging girder and falling into an outrageous jackpot. Your hosts, Daryl and Ed, are about to administer a refreshing dose of laughter and love that will inspire you to step out boldly and experience the funniest things. Now, here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed. Welcome to The Funniest Thing, Yes, where each week we share stories about how stepping out boldly always leads to better than expected outcomes. Yes, it does. I'm Daryl. I'm Ed. And we're broadcasting live from Chobo Studios in beautiful downtown Van Nuys. <laughs> That's right. Before we jump in, um, Ed, did you have anything you wanted to share? Yeah, I want to thank the Patreon supporters out there. Patreon.com forward slash funniest thing. Patreon is P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash funniest thing. Thank you all because Daryl and I had this uh, realization that at the very least, you know, we come to do this show. Sometimes the mind might grumble and mumble and stumble about why are you doing this? What's the? We said at the very least, we're doing it for the people who are Patreoning, contributing to yes. the show. Like these yes. guys are paying for us to be here uh, for the studio and – so we could not be happier. Yes. And uh, no, we, we we do mean that sincerely. It's like we're all part of this team and it just gives us one more thing to inspire us to keep doing this. So thank you so much. And uh, if you want to jump on, you could um, donate as little as five or actually as little of a uh, small, uh, big, small or large amount. As you want. As you want. You can type it in. We also have some preset like five, twenty five hundred dollars. And uh, we appreciate everyone, even if you are uh, a uh, listening, sharing yeah. it, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Yeah, even a dollar to a month makes yeah. a big difference in us covering all the expenses to continue to do our show. Right. It, yeah. So if you go to the YouTube, funniest thing with Daryl and Ed, subscribe to the channel, like the videos, share them, find us on any Spotify or Apple Podcasts, anywhere you listen to podcasts, you can find us. Uh, I know it's a bit to go out of the way because it's not. We don't always do it, uh, but if you review it. Um, rate it, that type of thing. Leave a comment. That's really helpful because it helps the show get out to more people. Yeah, more people will find it. That's right. Or is, we're uh, going to help. Yeah, I was going to say, or is in the words of Victoria Osteen. Yeah. If you uh, enjoy this show, be a blessing and share it with one of your friends. That's right. Why don't you be a blessing? Share it with one of your friends. And also, we really believe in instead of spending money or donating money. We changed it in our minds to we're always circulating money. Yeah, you know who helped us do that? Yeah, Reverend Ike. Reverend Ike said never use the word spend. When no, it comes sir, to money. you're circulating it. it, and it's blessing those people, and it's blessing people who those those people share it with in the in the form of bills or tithes right. or buying themselves things, and then it comes all the way back to you, multiplied with even more blessing power. Right, and when we, when we first hear that, it's we practice it almost like an interesting concept or something fun until we realize that that's actually how things work, and then it just becomes more and more fun and more and more enjoyable, and then we feel more and more secure within ourselves, generous, kind. I know I can say that for Daryl and I and Indy back there, and I'm sure our guest Nancy Norman agrees. I already saw some head nods in the green room. Um, 
So, all right. The good news is today's show is going to help us do something we all benefit from. That's right. We all, Daryl and I, just did this before the show. What's yes. the name of this show? What are we going to do today? We're going to kick fear off the throne, folks. That's right. Today's show is called "Kick Fear Off the Throne" with Reverend Nancy Norman, great Unity minister, great truth teacher. We actually had Kathy Norman, who is the daughter of Nancy Norman, on the show. And it just keeps getting better and better because today Nancy's going to share some great inspired truth with us. Even in the moments before we started the show, the little tidbits we shared that Nancy shared with us got us flying high as kites. Yes. So there's nothing to fear because faith is greater than fear. We must learn to stop focusing on the negative and direct our faith toward the good we desire. On this episode, Daryl and Ed remind listeners to replace old worldly limitation with heavenly perfection and prepare to receive good fortune and bountiful abundance. And during the second segment, miracle worker Nancy Norman kicks fear off the throne with today's daily word, which is free. Ah, free. Yeah, because when our mind starts to groan, we got to kick fear off the throne. Yes, and that groaning comes in interesting ways. Um, Mm -hmm. Just just the day before yesterday, the day before yesterday, yesterday we're recording this on a Saturday. So on Thursday, I was paying bills, and I enjoy paying bills. I've gotten to the point where I actually enjoy paying bills, and Mm -hmm. I've been this way Shortly after yes. 1986, when I got introduced to this, these right, teachings, right. for some reason, I don't know how, but the belief in these principles and the circulate and the and of course the law of circulation um, made me feel so good. Not yeah. just a feeling of being responsible, and I never felt like it was a drain. And even in times of my life where the bank account was getting very low, right. the act of paying my bills because of these this, these teachings actually mm-hmm. made me feel enthusiastic yes. that, ooh, I'm creating a vacuum. Right. And this may seem in, in, insane to newcomers, but I'm telling you, I have never been without. And 100%. I have never been without. And I, in case you don't know, you know, I didn't, I never... By the time I came into this truth, I didn't have you know parents or anything to to rely on at that time because right. me and my brother were pretty well. We were orphaned when I was eighteen, so I had to buy into this stuff a hundred percent. And I think that's a great place to be when you have to, right? You know, even there was a talk, you know, where Paul Saint Paul says, you know, when I finally. Give up, like he can't, of his mortal self, then he's closest to God. He means when he can't, like he's in over his head and has to buy into this fully, mm-hmm. you know, because it almost mm-hmm. seems impossible that I could do anything on my own. Then the magic happens. But that doesn't make me perfect because Thursday, two days ago, I'm doing my bills and uh, my wife, I'm noticing as I'm going through the bills, she racked up a considerable amount on the Amazon card to the tune of $2,000 last month. And I'm like going, okay. 
And I started to feel myself turn into – all these thoughts have personalities. I want people to be aware of that. Ed and I talked about this before. When we have a thought, it's yeah. not just a thought. It carries a personality. Man, Ike is with us today because that's where we got that one yeah, too. Yeah, man. Reverend Ike, who was a big yeah. – uh, he really loved Emmett Fox and Neville Goddard. And also he would slide into Butterworth's Talks in New York before he did his own. Yes, he did. We, we got that, that as well. Yeah, we got that from someone who was there Maybe when he used to do uh, it. Strickland. Strickland. John Strickland. So – so um, these thoughts have personality. So I start feel the, my personality transform into, you know, like the husband from the 1950s who's right. concerned about the wife's spending of habits. Course, you know, I started to feel yeah. myself turn into that. And I even started to like text her. But it's funny because there was these two people in me. The mm-hmm. one is like me in, you know, high-waisted slacks and a shirt and tie <laughs> with the hair going back going, hmm, A honey? concerned warm ward yeah. cleaver type. Yes. Please be mindful. You're really, um, you know. Yes. Time to, uh, think, consider our bre- bleh, just And it, all that feels bad because it's uh-huh. not me. It's not uh-huh. the divine me. And it's really not the way I believe. But there was the other me. The other me is trying to go, what the hell are you listening to that guy for? Right. This is garbage. You know we're all, all – right. So as I'm starting to text her and I'm going, <laughs> you know, just – you know, you're at 2,000. That's like the full paycheck for two weeks on this. And I'm, and then I start turning it around and I go, no, uh-huh. we're rich. We're blessed. You know, we're – you never know. We always end up things working out. Right. Well, yesterday – now, this really kicks me right where I need to be kicked. You know, it hit me in the kisser. Oh, yeah. Because yesterday, guess who received – She was 2000. Yeah. You know, that I needed – that's being carried on the card that Got I want to yeah, get rid of. Get, I paid yeah. – You want to circulate. Yeah, because I already I, – I chiseled it down by throwing 1600 in there, and now there's 2000 left. To give you the idea of why this, you know, the, the personality of that guy came up. Yeah, sure. But, so now it's down to manageable 2000 in my mind. You know, God will handle... But here's the kicker. The next day, which was yesterday, guess who gets a check for $2,350? Not me. Not me, no. Lori, my wow. wife. And I'm like, going, see, Daryl? This is none of your business. She has her own higher power. This is none of your business. Wow. You know, Mike Dugan, my mentor, taught me years ago. You know, I often joke that I married a teenage bride. Not because Lori's much younger than me, because she isn't that much younger than me. Right. But because she is the antithesis of the way I live. Right. And she's like a mess maker. Like, she's great. She has all these great things. But she has the mess making, the wake up late. Meanwhile... She lives an incredible life. Yeah, because it works for her. It works for her. So at one point, I was talking early in our relationship. I was talking to my mentor, Mike, going, yeah, I can't even – her car, it's like a purse on wheels. What is (laughs) it? It's a disaster. (laughs) Every time I go in there, I got to put things together. And he goes, what are you doing in her car? And I go, well, (laughs) well, you know, well, it's both of our cars. And he goes, don't you have your car? Yes. He goes, and he goes, but what if we go out and use your car? He goes, Daryl, you have no business going in her car. That's wow, her car. What a great you stay mentor. out of car. If you, wanna, if you want to go somewhere with Amazing. Lori, you take her out on a date in your car yeah. like you would any girl. Right. And you know what? Her car doesn't bother me anymore. This is, like, right. this is like 15 years wow. after. Her car has not changed, folks. Wow. You know, it's still the way. 
But not only that, because I've changed so much, right. I'm not aware of her car being the purse on wheels and right. seeming like a disaster it. and it's losing value or whatever the insanity was at that time. Right. I was thinking I'm just right. grabbing at straws here. Right. But now I notice all the good about her car. Like the other yeah. day, I was like, Wow, Lori got her car washed. Like, I'm no, it's crazy. Yes. I like this guy much better of than course. the one who comes up when fear jumps in the throne. And I brought this story up just to let you know that these little fears pepper us throughout our day. We're not talking about a giant fear, you know, right. like Lori, you know, about something, you know, seemingly, you know, giant, right. you know, some giant circumstance. We're talking about when fear hops in the throne disguises itself as being reasonable right, or right, prudent. Right. You know, like we often say, uh, what do we say? Fear is just, no, what is it? Fear is, no, 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 no. seriousness. Seriousness. Because I started turning to that yes. serious 1950s husband. Yes. Seriousness is just fear pretending to act like a grown-up. Yes, that's right. I see it all the time in education and Especially because it's very aware. You're very aware because there's actual children there, and then there's the adult, <laughs> like a, a little kid acting like they're a grown up. But you could tell they're like just their little kid is just triggering. They're like, "Don't do that. You know you're not." And it's like, dude, who's the who's in third grade here? You know, like <laughs> the key, the teacher or the kid. Uh, you know, it's funny. It's perfect because when my trigger this morning was all of a sudden I started. My son is getting ready to go to school. Berkeley, uh, Cal Berkeley, his second year is about to start. We're going to drive him up there tomorrow. And uh, I start getting these texts from my mother about, um, you know, I think uh, he'd do better in a small school. I got to know where. No, wait, why does, are you sure he likes it there? That was the first one. Yeah, that's right. Do you think he likes it? And I was like, uh oh, what's coming next? And I started, (laughs) all of a sudden, this stream of text starts coming in. We want him to be happy and successful. And so, under you know inspired circumstances, if fear wasn't on the throne, it would be great. So do we, and he is happy and successful. Yes. Everything's great, but it wasn't that. It was like it just kept building. He needs guidance, and like oh. again, if I'm inspired, uh, good. He has guidance. <laughs> He's doing great. He has his own guidance, and we help guide him when if he needs it. Wait. But it keeps building, building. Well, these are we got we we Ed and I refer to texts like that that we either receive or decide to give out. As lobbing a warm paper bag of fresh dog poo over into your friend's yard, right. over the fence, and into because they're like they don't they, they don't seem that harmless, but it was one little bag after another with each right. text. Whoop. And then the, the thrower, Whoop. which could be me, starts going, "Why are you upset? <laughs> Why are you being upset?" <laughs> Even <laughs> yeah, so they keep coming, and then so finally, I called because I was thinking, let's just call because first of all, text is such a Unless it's just like clean information, it's okay. Yes. No, nothing emotionally can be well. Unless it's joy, yeah. The, the text just magnifies uh, whatever it is. So I call and I found like I, I I found like but my well I think what the fear that got triggered inside of me was like I'm their son again, this teenage son, and they're telling me they're you know like You're I'm reliving that, job, so I'm starting yeah. to get upset instead of just going oh my parents are have these fears on the throne. And which is part of me was seeing that, but part of me is like, hey, how dare they? La, 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 la. And uh, 
I knew I had to give up the fight. I told you that. Yes, I started, yes. I, start, I, I asked God inside, what do I need to do? And God was just like, let it go. Yeah. And was showing me all the ways that, you know, we're, we're, there's co- some common ground. They're just like expressing that fear. They're coming from the, 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 by that. And part of me is like, well, I, I, I know I get those fears too. So, but when I call them, first it started I started to get kind of triggered, you know, like yeah, in my course. voice. And my mom's like, why, why are you raising your voice? I'm like, part of me's going, dude, I was driving here getting excited about like, going to school. And all of a sudden there's – but it turns out like their interpretation of some of the choices my son's made are like – my son is taking like a data science major, which is amazing. And every, I've talked to many people in the job markets who say that's incredible. It's a great school. It's a great program. But in their mind, it's not engineering, which is where he started. So my dad interpreted – my son's major as bookkeeping and why are they going to Berkeley to become a bookkeeper and I'm like I started just laughing like bookkeeping (laughs) come on how did you come to that and uh, but it turned out that the fear they've been for like two weeks chewing on this fear and building plans and ideas around it fear got on the throne when I mean but this is such a good lesson for life there's only wonderful things are happening, but the fear, fear gets in tells there. It tells a whole different story. It tells the exact opposite of what's really going on. So they're like try. So we start, like I said uh, one time, that phrase that came to me a long time ago, which is they, we start doing critical thinking about less than critical issues. There's nothing to actually be critical right. about. Actually, there's a lot to be praised. And I can relate to this because that thing came up with my work about the, needing to get that certification. And no one else right now is freaked out of it, but inside my fears are coming up and they're, even though I just had the best first week of school, I was problem solving, I was joyful, ministering. God in, within me told me, you're the minister for the school this year. If you do yes. that, you will be successful. Yes. But still, this voice inside me, fear, because it really is like, I was thinking, it's almost like, it's either like putting some kind of filter over the camera so or you know, or the lens so that oh, everything you see is now yes. a nightmare it's almost you know have you seen this on Instagram or something where they put the crying filter on so the person's really going i'm happy i love this food but it looks like they're crying about yeah. the food that's what fear it does, does for yes. us we're in heaven but it's showing us hell as if we're in hell <laughs> right yeah. right and all the while but this is the beauty of it the, the real solution is to get back into joy to dummy down, we talk about this with our affirmations. Daryl's talked about it for years, which is, and um, Florence Scovelshin talks about it, Catherine Paul. Make these affirmations joyous and yes. fun to override that part of our rational mind. Silly ideas. Yeah, that, Make them silly because it slips past the critical, fearful mind. And it'll drop right into the subconscious where it needs to wake things up again to what's right. real. Because when we get into a state of joy, our chemicals in our brain start to... Um, circulate properly yes the parts of our brain when we're upset someone showed me this thing where they open up their hands like when we get really upset all the parts of our brain if you just open up your palm and look at it if you're watching on youtube you could see it this is what our brain does and this is why it is very hard to do anything when we're in fear and upset because all the parts of our brain go like this they bloom like a flower they're no longer communicating with each other but when we get back into a state of joy or even just calm satisfaction contentment our brain comes back together, yeah. and the, the, if you put the thumb in the middle of those fingers, it's like the, that brain stem. Yeah, it looks like a brain. Yeah, it looks like a brain, and now everything starts to communicate with each other. So little simple things. That's why laughter yoga is so wonderful oh, yeah. because we got to over – it's really – we have to disconnect from our – as much as it seems like it's out there, and I'm learning so much about this right now, 
It's really what we're feeling is not what's happening. It's the story that our mind is telling us about yes. what's happening. Because like uh, that this, this certification I need is not that hard to get. But the belief that this means I'm not good enough at my job, even though I've been doing it for 25 years and I'm the best at it, it's telling me this means you're not good enough until you get that. That is deadly to the spirit, right? Because it, that's what feels so bad. It's not a small thing to say about myself, but it's like – it's saying that in oh. the back, and it's releasing all the – and I wonder why it feels so bad. And then in, in the past, I would think, this means I'm screwed. I can't I'm, – I'm over – in yeah. over my head, I can't do anything. But all it really means is that story about what's going on, that's what feels so bad. Yes. it's We got to remember, it's the hardest thing to remember when we're in it, that the things we think about that are feel, that make us feel bad, they feel bad because they're incongruent with what's real. Yes. They're incongruent with what's true. Yes. But my, you know, the tendency for most of us, and this is the great news about all these teachings, is yes. they give us an alternative that's grounded in a lot of um, historical, you know, data that proves yes. even science is catching up right. to these spiritual ideas, and we know the medical industry as as well that. We that the reason it feels bad and causes disease in our feelings and disease in our body is because it's an indication that our thoughts are moving out of reality, not into reality, but going in a, in a, in the wrong direction, yeah, and that, they're not congruent right. with the harmonizing right. positive stream of life. That's but right. the thing to remember is when the mind opens up, like Ed was saying, and we're panicked. The bad, my old bad go-to habit, and it's called magical thinking and yeah. psychology, which yeah. means if I'm not worrying about the problem, then I'm not trying to solve it. Right. And the brain will stay. It won't communicate. And it yeah. gets worse and the fear gets worse. And, and Yes. You know, so this is – the idea seems so unreasonable to switch to joy. That's How right. could that be the solution? That's and. Right. It's the solution. It's so crazy. It is the solution. It drops us into this ocean of love. Yes. Which allows the mind to see clearly. It comes out of insanity because that really is. And uh, and it's crazy because a lot of like I see like the administrative on up end of education is it's just complete insanity. It's based on fearful projections and trying to defend against stuff. And it's like, but wait, things are good right here. Right now. Yeah. Yeah, and so we need to have our attention right here and and tap into that joy and live from that joy. Should we do our breath? Oh, this is a perfect time. This is something to remind ourselves what to do when fear feels like it's on the throne, marching around, telling us what to do. Ah, do this, do that. Ah. It's time, really, what we need to <laughs> You're do. You're not good enough. What's the use? Yeah. That's my go-to. Right, What's but we the need use? to reclaim our power, our joy. Kick fear off the throne. It's not a violent overthrow. It's a joyful release. And we do this by dancing with glee is one way to do it. Well, okay. This was from a couple of sages in the 70s, a group of sages. Orleans. From, yeah, it's from the South. Orleans was their name. Yes. So let's take a deep breath. You ready? Ah. ah. Dance with glee. God wants to be your partner, can't you see? Ah. <laughs> Dance with glee. 
God wants to be your partner, can't you see? Ah. Dance with glee. God wants to be your partner, can't you see? Yeah, this uh, is a part. Yeah, let's, since let's we're get, coming, let's go on a reading binge. Yeah, we're going to do a little reading binge because we're wrapping up. There was a lot of positive things shared, and just to reinforce those things, we got a couple of readings. Yeah, we got to get this in here. Let's yeah, because these things aren't true just because Daryl and Ed say they're true. They're principle. Yeah, they've always been true. They're not even true. These principles aren't true, not even because Jesus said they right. were true. He was just sharing these principles that's right that's and proving right. that they work demonstrating look guys this stuff that's really right. works it's that's blowing right. my mind you should try it that's and right. people are going wow jesus this is incredible yes and when he said follow me he was really saying just do as i do like yes. follow the leader when you're yes. a kid oh, not I just, just did that with a kid yesterday yeah not just follow me around town no right. it means do these things i'm doing believe this way right and these things happen and here this is a great one for getting this is a great reminder to help us make a new choice when we start get when fear jumps in the throne to kick them out. You know what it's time for? Postcards, Postcards from, with from Kirky. Kirky, all the way from Germany. Yeah, he sends us funny they're funny on the front and then they're really um, kick you up the stairs on kick the back. Kick you up the stairs on the back. So this says and it's a quote from Ernest Holmes. The mind is a magnet. And we attract that with which we identify the self. In order to get the most out of life, we must learn consciously to change many of our habitual thought patterns. This is not easy, for our old thought patterns cling to us with great tenacity. But being thought patterns, they can be reversed. If you are filled with fear, refill yourself with faith, for faith always overcomes fear. Wow, that goes perfectly with what um, Sue Hodgson sent us through yeah, her daily email from Mary Cupferly, Trust in the Goodness of God. Fear can actually become an ally. We talk about this. You talked about this as being when we're over our head. We feel like we're over our head. Yeah. Fear can act. That is a really great way of saying it. We are over our head. Yes. We have to get over our head because our head is telling us all this crappy stuff. So we yes. need to get up like we're doctors. We're going to help you get over your head. Yes. Okay. Fear can actually become an ally as it pushes you more insistently into calling upon your innate faith. Remember, an infinite capacity for vital, living, miracle-working faith dwells within your soul, awaiting your claim and acceptance of it. Greater is the faith in you than any kind of fear that ever touches the heart of your feeling nature. Know right now, with all confidence, there is nothing to fear. There's nothing to it. There's no truth to it at all, except the fact that it feels bad and it's telling us crap. This is perfect time to all go right. to our break before we have our guests come. That's true. Coming up next, today's guest, miracle worker, the Reverend Unity Minister Nancy Norman, kicks fear off the throne with today's daily word, which is free. So thank you for listening to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, live from Chobo Studios.
We now return to the funniest thing. Here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. All right, everybody, welcome back to Kick Fear Off the Throne with the Reverend Unity Minister Nancy Norman coming up in a minute. We have a great reading. Daryl was just mentioning this, very inspired. This is crazy, folks. So in the first segment, I brought up that where Paul, St. Paul, is referring to being grateful for the times he's gotten in over his head because then he has to absolutely buy into faith, Mm -hmm. and that's when it works, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So I actually remembered that because last night I was reading from a book called Miscellaneous Writings by H. Emily Cady. It's from 1928. It was a Unity book, and you may be able to find it on Amazon. Mm-hmm. But it was talking about... and say, Okay, so it's about basically the whole chapter in a nutshell is about stand still and see the salvation of the Lord or law. And it means salvation. Yes, yes. Actually, uh, the meaning is solution. Yes. Yes. So see the solution come about. Mm -hmm. So it's talking about, Paul said, my strength is made perfect in thy weakness. And St. Paul realizing that when he placed less confidence in the mortal, meaning in his own trying to figure it out, his own analytical thinking, he had more help from the divine. Mm -hmm. And he said, when I, the mortal, am weak, Then I am strong, because trusting means resting confidently. Mm. And we are to rest confidently saying, God is my strength. God is my power. God is my assured victory. I will trust in him, and he will bring it to pass. Yeah. It goes along with what Emig said, uh, that the future is friendly, the unknown. We must, must, what was it, making ourselves, get ourselves or, or... Direct ourselves to recognize that God is on the road road ahead ahead. and that the unknown is really friendly because when we're in fear, God is the unknown. God is that thing that we don't know. Otherwise, we wouldn't be afraid. But it is like walking on water. It's trusting in something that we can't yet see or even know in that moment, but knowing through wisdom rather than just like rational mind that it is there and that we can relax into it. I have a great reading from Sermon on the Molehill by none other than Kathy Jean Norman. And Noel C. Nelson. And uh, I recommend this book. Get it on Amazon. I also recommend going back and watching that episode with Nancy, with Kathy Norman. Excuse me. Um, this is a great reading. It says one of the, this is, it's so important to do a morning routine. Meditation, inspired, well, yes. we start with inspired reading, move into meditation, and do some affirmative thinking. Affirm your good. Uh, yes. Make an affirmative to-do list for the day. Create what create the kind of day you want by using your voice, uh, putting your thoughts, not just reading other people talk about it, but affirm. And sometimes we have been we we're not raised to realize how powerful our voice is, and really in our own life, it is so important. So part of Kathy's uh, Kathy Jean Norman's morning routine here from a chapter called "Be Uphearted" says one of the things that I love to do is ask each morning, God. I am living in a state of exhilarated contentment. What exciting things do you have in store for me today? Then I look for them and start seeing some pretty phenomenal things. And this is very true. We know Kathy. We just hung out with her the other day in Brentwood. And you feel it as soon as you're in her presence. 
just as I know you did when you heard her and watched her on the show. When we expect exciting things to occur, we draw to us things that affect us in a positive way. It's true. We're only miserable when we declare that we are miserable. That's so important. As stated in Job twenty-two twenty-eight, you shall decree a thing and it shall be established unto you. In this moment, you could be the master of how you experience what is occurring in your life. What are you the master of? Your negativity, your judgments, or your excitement and your enthusiasm. Yes. Life is about choice. You can be in negativity and sluggish unresponsiveness, or you can enjoy the ride. How powerful and blessed your life becomes when you enjoy it. Joy is the solution. Your life starts right where you are, and you can come alive in spite of circumstances. Choose to approach your life with enthusiasm and joy. No matter what you're doing, say to yourself, I am enjoying this. And yes. Watch, that's... That goes along with like Nick the Poet texted yes. us recently, let it be easy. These type of you we can say it's like laughter yoga, it's like dancing with glee. We can choose to shift the whole thing. Oh, my mom and dad are upset about it. I'm so glad they are. I can't wait to talk to them. And just silly little things by shifting even that. Yeah. Changes I can't the wait whole. to call this parent or whatever it is for teaching. It's, it changes everything. Well, and just so you know, you know, we're like the president of the hair club for men. We don't just talk about this stuff. That's right. We actually use it. So this is my morning routine. Here, This is my little journal. Yes. And just to let you know, we really do this stuff because just this morning, 820, um, which is today, the recording day, I wrote, today is the day of solution. Amen. I am all in with love and anticipate and anticipate blessings. Yes. I assume my true ideal of strength, power, confidence, good health, and prosperity now. Wow. And that equals happiness. And because of that happiness, I receive all these things. Wow. I just want to – we got uh, – <laughs> that is so great. We got our friend Chris Chenoweth's book called um, – it's something like a – It's uh, a 52-week – day by day. Day by week. day. And let's all send love to Chris Chenoweth. Uh, a burst of light and joy and ha- radiant health flowing through him. He's such a blessing to the world. And he, this week in this book, I had to just read this because he said, how do you cast out fear? Oh, perfect. The Bible says that he cast out fear with perfect love. People, businesses, and organizations that run on a foundation of God's perfect love are completely void of fear consciousness. As a seeker of greater spirituality, you can experience the illumination of God in every area of your life. No clouds of doubt can hide God's light. This pure light will permeate your relationship with relationships with friends, coworkers, loved ones, and everyone in your life. God's light is your salvation. Remember, salvation and solution are the same yes. meaning. God's light is your solution from fear, your salvation from fear. God's light brings harmony and understanding. I love this All stuff. Right. Well, thank you, listeners, for tuning in. Once again, subscribe to us on YouTube. Go to Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Subscribe. Review, rate the show, share, share it with the show. friends, please. Yes, we love you. Thank you for uh, tuning in. You can mail us things at Funniest Thing, P.O. Box 1312, Culver City, California, 90232. Lois Conklin sent us a, ho- a handmade postcard this week. Dear Daryl and Ed, I'll hold it up for the viewers on YouTube to see. Thinking of you and thought you'd enjoy snail mail postcard decorated by me. Glad I found you two here on my computer. Don't know when you'll pop up, but you are welcome when you do. Fun hearing your conversations and meeting your guests. I love. I look them up too. Oh, nice! Oh, you're gonna love looking up Kathy. Uh, excuse me, Nancy, Nancy Norgan, Nancy Norman on uh, YouTube also. So look up Nancy Norman's. 
page on YouTube. She puts out great, inspiring videos. You're going to love Lois. Fun hearing your conversations and meeting your guests. I look them up too. Hope this finds you both full of joy, peace, wonder, grace, and love. Yours truly, Lois Conklin. Thank you, Lois. Angel Rapoli on YouTube said, found this video a bit late. It was one where we showed how to eat panettone. Oh, we showed people how to eat a panettone. That's an Italian cake. It's like what people, a lot of people think it's just an like Italian a, fruit cake, yeah. but it's not. It's actually delicious if you know the secret to eating one. And we give away that secret on YouTube. So we go got to it the, straight yeah. from the Italians. Yeah, go to our channel, uh, Funniest Thing with Daryl on that, and you will learn how to enjoy a panettone cake yeah, like so. you've never have before, folks. Angel, Angel Rapol said found this video a bit late but you guys rock i'm always happy to see what you're up to it's so great you're broadcasting again sherry knight watch the future is friendly with reverend michael schoonover said great show love love your shirts leslie laird sent us an email said i'm listening daryl and Ann, i'm listening watching all your youtube love the 3d effect i'm a few episodes behind and just launched to win uh, surrender, surrender to, win. to win with nick the poet she said we made mention of her PDF that she sent us of those spiritual tools. What truly touched me was your mentioning of my mother and your sending love and good wishes to her around her recovery. Yes. She's being transferred to a skilled nursing facility today from rehab. I spoke to her this morning, and I could just feel the fear and anxiety in her voice. I've done all I can to help her, help herself. Of course, I mean for God to help her. Yet she persists in remaining fearful. You know, we all, uh, you know, which is understandable. Yeah. So we're going to help her kick fear off the throne as well. Yes. She's so precious to me. And I just wanted to send a heartfelt thank you for the over the air wishes to me and my mom. You all have a wonderful day. Hugs, Leslie. And she sent us a photo with her mom. Yes. Thank you, Leslie, for reaching out. We're imagine. I'm just imagining that light flowing through your mother, kicking fear off the throne. Uh, I'm going to feel it. And as I feel it, I know she's feeling it. Yeah. Also, and you are too. And she also said she's still rolling on the floor after the poet from uh, Nick the Poet joke about how I just went for a haiku. Yes. That's how they knew he was a poet because he went for a haiku as a kid instead of a hike. And All we right. also received a oh, yeah. tithe Thank you, from Bruce, Bruce Foster. Foster. What's crazy is we hung out with Bruce Foster in Culver City. If you're ever around, let us know. We got coffee with him. We. Unbeknownst to him, we we hung out with him. We went to a Starbucks or something. We we walked over our PO box, and there was a tithe from Bruce Bruce Foster in the in the mailbox. So thank you, Bruce. We love you. Yes. And uh, yeah, we send love your way and appreciation. All right. So we already said check out our website DarylNed.com. You yes. can message us there. You can message on, on Facebook fan page at Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. I think you could even message us on Patreon. Yeah. And so, we want to thank our yes. in-house engineer, Indy Fawcett at Chobo Studios. Yes, thank you, Indy. And the man who's been with us for the entire length of us doing this show, and he's in Kansas, and he continues to help us put our show online and everywhere you guys are seeing it and hearing yes. us, and his name is Jeff Comfort, and each week... He takes us right into the comfort zone. Shout out to Silent Unity, 800-NOW-PRAY, 800-669-7729. They have an app, the letter U, the word pray. If you want to kick fear off the throne, it's a great way to do it. Call Silent Unity. When you hear someone else pray affirmatively, somewhere like when you listen to the show or you read something great, it really makes it. So, like, it just makes sense. It's like our mind, my mind just yes. lets go. When I hear someone praying from this awareness of God, from this awareness of who we really are, 
It's like, uh, yeah. it's just like a nice drink of water when you're thirsty. Uh, we use it all the time. I used it this week and uh, with some of the things that I needed to do with going back to school. And I got a great affirmation, which said, all things work together to bless me. Yes. And that was this this person who prayed was like, sometimes you get a longer, more flowing. Some of them are just like, no nonsense. They hit you. With yeah, like I a, know. You never know. I, I like that, too. This person just kicked me right up the stairs. So thank you, Silent Unity. And uh, we recommend you use it. 800-NOW-PRAY, 800-669-7729. It really was the heart of the unity movement, yes. uh, along with the Daily Word. Um, and we have a special guest. I'm dying for our guest. Let's get her on already. The unity minister, and her name is Nancy Norman. How are you today? I am doing fabulously, and I have loved this show. I love the idea of uh, kicking fear right off the of the throne. You know, I, I in preparation for this, I chose a, a Bible verse, Deuteronomy thirty one six, and I thought, oh, this is perfect. Wow! It says, "Be strong and courageous." Listen to this. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them. For the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. And I thought, how often do we allow fear to absolutely terrorize us? Yeah. Wow. Uh, wake us up in the middle of the night. Yes. Uh, uh, we cannot. We can. We can. We can. We can terrorize ourselves. We can have our own horror movie in yeah. just a couple of minutes. But the 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 truth is that we've just got to know that we're not alone. Yeah. God's right. with us. We have nothing to be concerned about. Right. Yeah, it's so true. And uh, nowadays it's really easy to keep the tra train rolling because we can go online and type in something and get something to reinforce our fear, okay. right? Yeah. 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 Never look up your ailments on Google, folks. Take it from an expert. Well, Butterworth said, <laughs> yeah. That's why Butterworth said first treat the concern. Yes. And then the condition. But yes. the first thing we have to do is treat the concern in our mind. Otherwise, we're just going to find more evidence of the concern, more if we don't first oh. address that. Uh, can I read something short? Yeah. yeah well, is, uh, let's ask Nancy. Okay. Can Daryl read something short that he's inspired this, to read? This, Go right in. All right, because this is from the book uh, Make Your Life Worthwhile by Emmett Fox. And this is exactly what you brought up, and I'm glad I brought this. It's called non-resistance. Right. You know, when you – because a lot of the times I fight in my mind yes. the things I'm afraid of. Yes. And I get locked yes. into two trains of – like an operating system that has only two ways to go when I'm in this mode. And it's worry and then scheme. I'm worrying and now I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to overcome. Yeah. And I'm worrying some more and then, oh, no, right. but what if this happens? And that is, that is by definition to me hell. So that's so true. But you don't need to do that, folks. And the key is non-resistance. And here it right. is: when you fight a thing, you antagonize it, and wow. it hits back. The harder you fight it, the harder it hits. What you neglect or still better ignore begins to fade away or die by starvation. When you give your attention to anything, you are building that thing into your consciousness for good or evil. Wow. When you are faced with some negative condition in your own life. The scientific way to handle it is to withdraw your attention from it by building the opposite into your subconscious. And when you have done this, the undesirable thing falls away like an overripe fruit. 
Yes. Absolutely. And I think that the moment that we find that our, our, our thought has taken us down that road of fear, we just need to go to the exact opposite. Yes. Go to God. Mm. Go to faith. You know that they're interesting enough. I read something the other day, and I thought, "Oh, this is so true." Mm. And that is that um, uh, that everything we have always wanted to experience, everything your 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 deepest heart's desire, is on the other side of fear. Oh, mm. that's heaven. Is yes. that fabulous? Yeah. And you know, I, I I I was thinking about that about that idea. And how 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 we can put that into practice, and how people have put it into practice right. over the years. Everything, the heart's desire is always on the other side of fear. Wow! And, and I want to share something with you. I don't know where it came from, but I, I keep it around all the time because I have to remember. It says when you come to the age to the when you come to the edge of all the light mm. that you know. Mm-hmm. And are about ready to step off into the darkness of the unknown. Faith is knowing that one of two things will happen: there will be something solid to stand on, or you will be taught to fly. Is that fabulous? Uh, yes, yeah. I want to write that down later after the show. I'm going right. to post that where I could see it all right. the time. That is great. It's because fun. that's what. That we're we're really called to God has these wonderful plans for us, and He's given us. And I believe we live in a sea of pure positive potential. Yes. He's given us wow everything, and uh, and wow. what stops us? Fear. Right. So we have to get past the fear of stepping out into into all fear is is it's just something we've never done before yes you know you were talking about school i like to think of 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 fear i remember now it's been a long time ago since i was in 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 grade school however i do remember it was always so much fun to think oh the school year is going to start but there was also fear there Right. Because it was something new. Yes. Right, right. A new teacher, new classmates, yes. right. new subjects. And so that first day of school, you know, I think every kid probably probably goes through this. There is there's fear. Like right. what's it gonna be like? Are they gonna like me? Yes. Am I gonna be able to am I am you know, but guess what? In about two days, they know everyone in the class, love yeah. their teacher are excited about their homework. Right. And so I think that that fear is produced oftentimes simply because we don't know. Right. I but like it's that. So, it's so important. I love, uh, do you know the story of um, Alan Cohen and, and his his book, um, the, dra- the, the Dragon Doesn't Live Here Anymore? Do you know, how, do you know about that story? Yeah, we often well, quote Alan Cohen, but we want to hear you share the story. Yeah, yeah, because we read from a daily reader, so we might know the story. Let's hear it. We had him on our show once before, so we would love to well, hear there, it. The, he, I love that story of how he published that first book. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think it was in the, I don't know, 70s or 80s, where this type of thinking was just coming into greater light. And he had been run by fear. Right. And, and he, he was afraid to do everything. 
he found these principles and he applied them in his life. And all of a sudden he had, he had confidence and conviction and, and he, he thought I'm writing this stuff down. He wrote it down and, and, and he thought I have a book here. He borrowed $5,000 and found a publisher and he went to that publisher, gave the man the $5,000 and, and the book was going to be published. Now this was, this was borrowed $5,000. He had not a dime. And so he signed the contract and got up to leave. And the, the publisher said, yeah, he said, well, you know that authors don't really make it until they've published their third book. And Alan Cohen with confidence turned to him and said, well, that's not true for me. Right. And, and, the publisher said, oh, really? Well, why? And he said, because God's my agent. Yes. But that partnership with God and that, that book yeah. took off. It's, I don't even know how many it's, uh, it's have been published. Right. But that's, that's the, yeah. the overcame that fear yes. and realized his most magnificent dream. And look what he's given the right. world. Right. Yeah. That, the, I just want to restate um, the title for our listeners. It's called The Dragon Doesn't Live Here Anymore by Alan Cohen. Right. And so if you're interested in looking that book up, there yeah. you have it. The Dragon Doesn't Live yeah. Here Anymore. And I love what you said uh, in sharing that about the way he said what was true for him. It's not about fighting with the outside world, but it's very much about claiming for ourselves what we find to be true. Even in my conversation with my mother before, that was my main spirit was to tell, like, say, I'm, I told her, I said, thank heavens what you're saying isn't true for me because I'm excited. And I didn't want to come across as, like, vengeful t- towards her. We, we worked it through. It's just now, yeah. so even te- I even got a nice text that said, I don't know how, but somehow I feel like a weight was just lifted off my shoulders from our conversation. So this stuff is is just it amazing. Works. And then earlier this week, Daryl and I had a meeting with, the co- with some people, and they were about some speaking arrangements and they were they were basically telling us their plan didn't involve us right but the way they framed it was like trying like they put us in this weird box like where are we know you guys don't are like this and that and and i listened and <laughs> and i didn't argue we didn't argue no we didn't argue but I, this new voice has been coming out of me it's the same voice that once wore a, a bacon suit and uh, <laughs> had to talk to some uh, high, high ranking. Well, you can let Nancy know. <laughs> it was the same voice that came out when we were at Unity Village and Jim Blake was giving us a head pat uh-huh. that Ed had to like go, wait a minute. What you're saying is nonsense. And the whole thing turned around. Yeah, we ended up speaking to the leadership team. Yeah, here. after that, we ended up being invited to speak to <laughs> the leadership team. So uh, there's kind of like Daryl's often like the mob boss of this new thought partnership we have. And then I'm like sitting there not saying anything. And the time with, with Jim, like we were in the Unity Hotel and I, I didn't even remember that we had brought a bacon costume with us, and I was wearing a bacon costume. So wait, this, wait, we were sitting. He's wearing a co- like a costume from head to toe, yeah. Nancy, where he's a slice of bacon. That's right. It was like two feet over, and my his head, head is my stick, head popping out of head's it. Head's popping out of and it, I mean, and his arms are out, and he's eating ribs because we were never in Kansas <laughs> City before, so we're eating ribs. So it looked. So Jim comes sheepishly, sits with us because of some things that went down. Where they said, you know, we're not going to talk to the leadership group because 
uh, whatever. We they wanted us to go through all these hoops after Jim invited us, and so now we're finally there. And his minions are saying, "Oh no, you didn't do this or that." Or so we just said, ah, "No big deal. We don't care." No, we're you here know what to happened visit. was actually months before we even came, we said, "We're done." We, oh, yeah, we, that's we right. said, "We just said lovingly, okay, we're not interested in doing the engagement because we don't want to." We're not going to come up with all of this documentation. Yeah. And we, yeah. we we were actually just, all right, great. We're just going to go to Unity Village. We love being there. We did yeah. the show from the studio. Yeah. And then uh, and then all of a sudden, Jim comes walking through, the CEO of the place, yeah, so I'm letting our listeners, comes yeah. walking through the hotel, sees us, and he's a little bit like, ooh, I better approach these guys. But I guess because I guess they thought there was an uncomfortable <laughs> feeling. Meanwhile... We're eating ribs. I'm in my normal clothes. Ed's dressed like a bacon. And we're just eating <laughs> ribs. And if you saw this, it was like a crazy, like if David Lynch tried to make The Sopranos. So he has like the one mob guy in a bacon suit. Right. And then, so we're eating these ribs. Oh. We got rib all over our face. <laughs> and Jim sits down and he starts to make excuses for why things went the way they did. Now, mind you, Ed and I were already beyond this. We didn't even care. We're enjoying our time at Unity. And then he says something that wasn't true. Oh, uh, which was, uh, why did you guys uh, like ignore my emails? Which wasn't true. No, no. Because this, this is the same. Yeah, this is the same thing that happened the other day this week. They said something isn't true. So all of a sudden, Ed, it turns out like I'm like the quiet Marlon Brando, <laughs> and all of a sudden his son James Kahn and The Godfather comes to life and throws his ribs. I was what. I don't want to hear any more of this corporate garbage out of your mouth. Yeah, all right, I, I think I said because, no more CEO. I said yeah, no, no more CEO. CEO. Bull beep. And I didn't plan on saying that. And all of a sudden, because Ed just started going, "No, that is that is not true. This is what was there. You know it." So I just cut the crap. And then, and then all of a sudden, he was like, he's turned into like a normal person. And Daryl started sharing some truth, and then yeah, we ended started, up talking to. The that we got a call or an email. The very well, next you guys day. talked about the team. <laughs> 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 and the same thing happened this week because these people, Unity Related, were like, we know you guys don't really fit into the box. On the way to this meeting, we're going, you know, these services need to be more church-like. We love that part of it. Yeah, it's and so then joyful. these people are like, we know you don't like being part of it. So we, you know, and, and so I just... But it's just this voice of truth, is, which is what made me think of what you just said, which was it's been coming out of me more. I wasn't arguing. I just said that's not true about who we are. Yeah. This is what we are. Yeah. And, I, and I came away from that meeting realizing we're truth teachers. Yeah. You know, ministers. You know, in, yeah. in reality, what you were doing is exactly, um, Daryl, what you read out of uh, Emmett um, Fox. You, in, in a way, you were practicing non-resistance. Right. It's like you don't like it, but. No problem. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 I, you were really. I, you know what? I, th- I think I, I want to let people know, for me, what I'm learning is non-resistance is not weak. Sheep. No. Just, it can be strongly claiming it's what's very true for strong. me. And I'm getting that from people like yourself, Nancy, and yeah. these other unity teachers who, who have the spirit from, I really think, from your time of you. There's, a diff- there's like a spirit that comes from this certain yeah. generations of unity yeah. that's like it's it's bold we heard about that story who was it Mary Catherine McDougal from yes. Strickland and the way she was just like boom yeah. boom boom it's not argumentative but it, this is true for me yeah and we're not saying being a bully either there was times because no. I, I was just going to say quickly um, my there was a thing my dad could do 
I mean, he died young, and he was a total different person than me. But, I mean, he lives in my head sometimes, and it's not for the best. Yeah, he's not all that. You, I mean, there's some of him living through Yeah, yeah. So, great but way. he was always able to, you know, when it was a business deal or something, he'd walk in. Sometimes I'd have to be with him because he was raising me and my brother by himself before he passed away. Right. So I'd be yeah. with him. And uh, he'd talk to the guy. Go, okay, this is this. This is this. And the guy would go. The guy would start. Going, well, you know, I don't know, like trying to get a better deal or whatever, trying to manipulate right. to get whatever he thought he was yeah, going to get from right. my father at right, the time. Right. And my father would be like, all right, then. Uh, okay, pleasant meeting you. I'll see you later. Me and my dad walk yeah. out, and every time they go, whoa, 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 fuzzy, fuzzy, come back here, come back here. And right. What? I thought we were through here. He goes, no, no, no. I was just yeah. saying, maybe I'm a little hazy. Every time. My father would yeah. get the better deal because he was very – he always practiced non-resistance. Right. It was always, ah, take it or leave it. Oh, they don't want it. It took me years later. He just had that innately in him. I had to learn it through, you know, if I don't get this job, God has something better in store. I mean, he right. had that built into his psyche. Right. I had to learn to apply that. Yeah. So either way, you do get it, and it does work. It is. And yeah. then you get what's right yeah. for you, and you don't get what would not be right for right. you to be able to let it go. Because right. we're looking at this thing with unity that just happened as the winning kick. You know, like we're being kicked – Kick, it's like a <laughs> feels like a kick in the pants, yeah. but it's really God kicking us th- through the goalposts. Yes. you know, Whee! yeah, it's a winning kick. Yeah, to something right better. Yeah, but look what, but look what happened. You presented whatever that you presented, right? To oh, the yeah. leadership. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the latest talk, which was on just on this week, is we know it's leading us to bigger it's and bigger, better things. Because our, things. you know, we're this funniest thing ministry we like it's something a feeling inside that has led us through us practicing and we don't really know where god is leading us and that's the joy and yeah. the fun of it look at us talking to you yeah right we now. never do i would have never thought in a million years i would even meet you or know who you were i, know, I love it I, do you know i want to share yes, yes about, please do about how you move through fear um it, it can be done it can be done in so many ways uh, and I, I want to share with you an old story that I've heard for years about May Rowland. You all know about May Yes, May we Rowan. read yes. from her often. The leader, the head of Silent Unity for a very long time. I think about 50 years, something right. like that. Yes. And there's a, there's a story about her that I just love because I, I can just see her. She, she apparently um, was not necessarily um, – a, 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 she was rather petite from what I understand mm. – and um, there was a tornado that uh, was coming, and it was it was coming right towards Unity Village. Mm. And um, as many people know, underneath Unity, underneath the buildings are are, are tunnels where you can go because of the tornadoes. Um, but nothing, I don't think, has ever happened. Nothing has no tornado has hit Unity Village. But this one was coming right directly for. Uh, Unity Village wow. and May Rowland, I'm told, stood out on her front porch, put her <laughs> hand up like like this, and she said, "In the name of Jesus Christ, dissolve, be gone, dissolve in the name of Jesus Christ." And they said that that tornado was headed right for her place. Did a little U-turn like this and went right around Unity Village and continued on its way. And wow. I thought. 
I mean, if it were me, I would have been shaken in my boots with a turning right. point coming my way. Right. Yeah. But her strength and her conviction yes. was so strong. Yes. And she spoke the words. Yes. Right. Yes. Out loud. Yes. With power and authority. I think. I think that's what you guys did also in your way. You spoke the words with power and authority about who you were. Right. Yeah. Before. Without without being disrespectful, just stating the truth. And you know, I like that. Yeah. Because May Rowland was in that place that Paul talked about in the beginning of the show, of that right. place of you're so far in over your head, you somehow, if you have a taste of this practice and right. you understand these these principles, right? there's a part of you that automatically will click into this right. higher state. Yeah. And it works. It's just like yeah. when I would be in harrowing moments while I was in the military because I learned right. this stuff after my first year in. I had three years to go and then I did an additional year. Right. When I was in way over my head, it was almost like, no, this is going to work out. I know it. That God is not like this ship is not going to sink. Right. And it would like... And I wouldn't go around. I mean, I was. I, I, that's another thing. Mike taught me: show them, don't tell them. Like, don't run around going, "Ooh, you know, I have the power of Jesus in me." Because you're going to turn people off. Just keep showing people by your your character. Right. And then if people want to know, then you could tell them in your normal everyday language yeah. what you've been applying in your mind and with your thoughts and how it manifests in your life. And they'll be, they'll Agreed. be, uh, they'll. They'll be able to digest it because they came asking for it because you weren't proselytizing. Yeah, and I it. would say show yourself first. Yes. Like, because the more we show it in our bones, then we're not afraid. No. And we, we can say something or not say something. That's right. We saw someone yesterday that I knew better. They asked me about something. And I know oh, yeah. historically when that person asked me, even though it feels like it's like oh. a good invitation, for some reason no, I, I never know. feel good. So I was in my authority, even though, and I had to do this because I was feeling shaky about yes. something else. So I shook all that off, and I just said, "Great!" And then I left it at that, and I walked away feeling clean. Yeah, we happy call that and free. Yeah, we call that not going for the bait. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yes. The joy in knowing for ourselves first and foremost that this stuff is true. It's it's it cures any need to try to change anyone else. That's and then right. If there is someone that wants to receive this or that we can benefit, we will tell them in a joyful, loving way. Yes. And we might tickle yeah. that person who's emotionally constipated ah. instead of trying to getting sucked into their fears. That's we tickle right. them and go, ah, and then they help. That might help ah. them wake up. Yeah. Who's that saying yeah. hello? Who's that? You know, there's a little dog barking here. I'm sorry about Who that. Who is that? Who is that? <laughs> That's Lovey. My Lovey. 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 And she's so good usually, but I don't know what's going on here. Um, anyway, do you know what? There's there's one thing that that I want to share with you, and the, and that is that um, that wonderful wonderful uh, passage from the Bible, Hebrews one eleven. Okay, you know that one because it's about faith. No, tell and, us. And now faith is substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So. So for me, I, I go back to that all the time because for me, it, it says that that faith means that I can have confidence. I can yes. have confidence of of what I want. And the, remember the the desires that we have. It's that God placed those desires within us. There, it's here for us to experience. So so I can have confidence. Yes. In in that and 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 there's no reason why you and I cannot experience 
what what our desires are. Right. I mean, look what you're doing. You two are stepping out. You're st- you have stepped out, and and you didn't know. Well, I shouldn't say this probably because I don't know, but I don't think you knew what you were doing when you started. Right. Well, right. Right. And you stepped out in faith, and look how look how God has cleared the way, step after step after yes. step. Yes. Yeah. And you have, and there's no reason why our prayers should not be answered or our desires should not be met. Right. Right. So how about we get to the daily word, Nancy? Perfect. Yes. I have it here. Okay. The daily word. Uh, For August 15th, 2022, I am free and unlimited. I need only look at the birds in the air to feel the spirit of freedom in my soul. Freedom is part of my divine identity, an attitude of mind, an attitude of heart that allows my soul to soar to new heights. As I live from my true nature as a child of God, I feel liberated. Burdens lift from my shoulders, and I no longer feel bound by unpleasant memories or others' disapproving comments or negative perceptions. I walk with a confident step. I am willing to try new things. I do what is mine to do with a light spirit and joy in my heart. I can think, say, and do what is right for me without fear of condemnation or judgment. I Mm. am truly free. Those who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength they shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. And that uh, last part comes from Isaiah 40, verse 31. I love this. I walk with a confident step. Yes. I'm willing to try new things. Every new thing we do is there's got to be some fear that comes up with it because we just have never done it before. Right. That's it. It's like going, I love that, that you are, are teaching. Um, and because you can identify with that, you probably, when you, the first day of school, you may have a little fear, right? Oh, big time. <laughs> big time. Yeah. We love you, Nancy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I love you guys. Well, we this got, is, and I thank you for the honor of being on your show. I love it. Well, don't, yeah, why don't you hang out? Don't we leave. Appreciate you. Don't where, leave wait, where can people find you on YouTube, Nancy? Oh, okay. So I have um, um, an alternative ministry. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a ministry online called Unity Joy of Life Ministry. Mm. Um, I teach um, uh, a class every Thursday, seven o'clock in the morning, oh, wow. Eastern Standard Time, and seven o'clock at night, Eastern Standard Time, for one hour. It's called. Uh, if you go on my website, Unity Joy of Life. Um, the, the Zoom uh, numbers are there and everything you just click on. And um, I've done this for about four or five years. And wow. I love it. I, I put out two things a week. They're short. Uh, one is Weekly Word, which usually comes out on Sunday or Monday. And it's just a short, it's almost like a daily word. Mm-hmm. And then on Wednesday or Thursday, I have Weekly Wisdom which is about maybe four, four minutes or five minutes. The weekly word is about 
about two minutes. Nice. So um, I have I have a wonderful following. I'm just trusting that God will show the way. Yeah. And, and I I think I'm doing what you guys are doing. Is is right. I wake up every morning and I think, here I am, Lord. How may I how may I serve you? What am I yeah. going to do? To- there you go. Yeah. That is awesome. Well, we found a story here. May, yeah, all of our guests get a little story. And when it may or may we not be true. It's true. TMZ but, sent it to us. Yeah, so uh, the rumor has it that one day Nancy Norman was chatting with three other very religious women. The topic of their children came up. The first woman mentioned her son. Ooh. My son's a priest. Whenever he enters a community, people stand up and call to him, Father, welcome. Second woman was not impressed. She bragged, my son's a bishop. People call him your excellency when he is in a community. The third woman really boasted, laid Uh it on thick. Uh My son's a cardinal. When he's in a formal setting, people call him your eminence. And they kiss his hand. He also has met the pope. Nancy Norman did not say a word. She simply smiled. Then the others asked her, you have children too, don't you, Nancy? Why don't you talk about them? Nancy smiled and said, Well, my daughter's a unity minister who is young, rich, blonde, beautiful, wise, athletic, and fashionable. When she enters a community, all the men lean into each other's ear and whisper, Oh, my Lord. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love that. that. (laughs) Uh, Before we sing this out, I want to mention Daryl has a book out called Break Out of Your Box. It's on Amazon. It's yes. amazing. If you want to come to Chobo Studios to record a podcast, chobostudios.com. Indie is amazing. He also has something called Pod Shuttle where they'll edit your reels. You can send him the, the, the podcast or the videos and he'll chop that up for the social media for you. So Chobo Studios and Pod Shuttle. And uh, yeah, get Kathy Norman's book, Sermon on the Molehill. We want to thank Nancy Neumann for joining us. Oh, it's it's Mitzi Gaynor. Mitzi Gaynor is here. Yes, I am, boys. Sing along. I know you know this one from a little of a show I did. Okay. It was called South Pacific, but I'm going to sing the original lyrics. Aren't you a unitic? I'm a unitic, but my voice doesn't sound that feminine today. Okay, that's okay. <laughs> Everyone can sing along with this. Okay. I'm going to wash that dread right out of my head. I'm going to wash that dread right out of my head. I'm going to wash that dread right out of my head and bless him on his way. <laughs> Visit DarylNed.com. Nancy Norman, we love you. Easy links to everything we do. And thanks again for being Chubbos a part Studios. of Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. I'm going to wash that dread right out of my head. I'm going to I'm gonna wash that dread right out of my head. I'm gonna wash that dread right out of my head and bless him on his way. Thank you for listening to The Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Listen in as these unlikely saints share more real-life stories of how surrendering to divine order always leads to better-than-expected outcomes. This program has been made possible by God through automated monthly transfers from Daryl and Ed's credit cards.